0: Destiny Church Church members, hallelujah. I pray that um, we are all uh, on and that we are ready to go this morning. I want to welcome our New Destiny Church family and say welcome to you, to Pastor Harris's church family. We say welcome to you and to Pastor Powell's church members, we say welcome, welcome to you too, and to all guests who may have joined us this morning. You know, today's call is going to be very special, so I just want to say, prepare yourselves to receive. Today is a great day. God let us see this day, and because he did, we will honor and give him all that we are we will give him our entire you know God looks for us so I ask you can he find you in that special place hidden in him where no danger or harm can come near you the Psalms tell us let everyone everywhere shine with praise to Yahweh let it go out Go ahead and praise him. And why? Because he has conquered us with his great love and his kindness has melted our hearts. We know from his word that his faithfulness lasts forever and he will never fail us. He will never fail us. So go ahead. Let it all out. Amen. What a song. You know what? So let's just, at this moment, together, give out a praise as we start this call this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we honor you. We give you all the praise, all the glory that is due unto you. You're awesome. You're holy. You're righteous. You're faithful. You're steadfast. You're true. We give you glory. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Let me introduce our team today. My name is Heather Dawson, and I am the facilitator for this morning. We also have Sister Victoria Wimberly, our intercessor. She will be praying for the requests that have been received. When she prays, may we all be in agreement, believing and knowing that God will do what he says he will do. Sister Victoria, good morning, and how are you?
1: Good morning, Mother. Good morning. Good morning. I am blessed, and I know that you are already covered with the blood as well.
0: Amen. Thank you. I am. We're covered with the blood, that wonderful blood that was shed for us. Father, this is a great morning, and we know that something special is going to take place when these mighty men speak. I ask, Father, that you use them and let the richness and the truth of your word come forth. And so, I have the honor to introduce our guests this morning. They have blessed us in times past bringing devotions, but today we have three of them together. We have Bishop and we have Pastor Powell. I'm not sure if Pastor Harris is on, but Pastor Powell will be bringing the devotion for the morning. So good morning, pastors. I'm going to start with Bishop, and he can introduce uh, Pastor Harris and Pastor Powell, and when Pastor Powell is ready, he can bring the morning devotion to us. So good morning, Bishop. How are you and Pastor Adrian?
2: Good morning, Elder. Pastor Adrian and I are doing wonderful. Good morning to everyone, is on the line this morning. So, good morning to our New Destiny Church family. Good morning to Texas Church. Also to City Church. So, uh, this is a great day. We're entering our eighth day of the fast. Today, we're praying for wisdom and revelation. So, we—that's something we all need—is uh, wisdom and revelation. And so. I'm like you, it's going to be a great day, and I just look forward to <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, time that we're going to have together this morning, and I pray you all are really seeking the face of God. I mean, Sunday was so powerful, I believe, at Oakland, for those of you who were in attendance or you were streaming live, at the end of the service, a holy hush has hit the place. And I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce uh, Pastor Powell, and he's going to come in, and he's going to share the word with us this morning. I'm excited about it. Pastor Powell, how are you doing this morning?
3: I'm the North Side of Fabulous Bishop. I am so honored to be with my family there in New Destiny, my family at City Church, and our family at Nexus. So I'm doing well, Bishop. Thank you so much.
2: Well, you sound well this morning. You sound well. And so no more delays. I'm just going to go ahead and turn it over to you and uh, let the Lord use you. And so we're all ears, Pastor Powell.
3: Well, thank you so much, Bishop. And here again, it's so good to be with the brothers and sisters in the faith this morning. What? A, it's not a better way to start. Your day. Our our devotional this morning will come from Romans chapter twelve verse one, a very very familiar uh, passage of scripture that Paul wrote to the church in Rome, and it just simply says, and I'm reading from the Passion translation. It simply says, beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be His. Sacred living sacrifices and living holiness, experiencing all that delights His heart. For this becomes your genuine, for this becomes your genuine worship experience. And just for the second time, I just want to focus on um, three things here. I encourage you to surrender yourself to God, experiencing all that delights His heart. And this is our genuine expression of worship. It's so much, it's so much just in this one, one verse of scripture, just for the sake of our devotion. I want to start with, uh, I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God. And in and, and, and one translation, it says, I want you to take your everyday walking around, eating, sleeping, and drinking self, and present it to God. In other words, this, this 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 is this in my uh, view Romans chapter one is a what what I would call a paradigm shift. Most people in the body of Christ, we want to take our our church life and give it to God. But God says, No, I want everything that pertains to you. I want your everyday walking around eating, drinking and sleeping self and I want you to present that to me because I want everything that we do, everything that you do to bring glory to my name basically. And it's like a lot of a lot of times we we think oh God is concerned about this part, my giving, but he's not concerned about how I present myself at work. Or he's concerned about um some ecclesiastical duty, but he's not concerned about how, what, when, and why I form certain relationships. In this time of consecration, and and God is wanting us to present our whole life to him, not just the good. He wants everything about it. That's why he tells us, he says, love us with your whole heart. It's not just the good part of your heart. It's not just the the, the part of your heart that that interacts with people and people like. He says, I want you to bring everything to me. He says, this is your sacrifice. He says, I want you to become a living. Everything about you, I want permission. I want permission to have at every part of your life. Now, the thing about this is, as as you'll learn further in church history, the church at Rome was a, 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 a catalyst in winning Rome for Christ. So in the beginning, in the interception, he's saying the first thing we have to do is, I want consecration. I want everything about you to belong to me. Everything about He says, surrender yourselves. And I like in 2 in Corinthians, Paul tells the church at Corinth, he, he's talking about uh, offering and Chapters 8, 9, and 10, he's talking about one theme, and that's offering. And he said the offering that he's bragging about, um, the offering that he was bragging about, he said it started first with a group of people there that first gave themselves to God, that first gave themselves to God, a people that had first given themselves to God. And then he said, and they gave out of their poverty because they had first given themselves to God. And I think this is where God is in our life. He wants us to give ourselves to him so wholeheartedly, so unreservedly. It's it's almost like, I, and I was talking to our, our team on, on, on Sunday, when he's talking about this, this time of giving ourselves to him, this time of consecration, the picture uh, that I get in my mind is a guy that has a parachute on his back, and he just freely, freely jumps out of a plane and he's free falling. What the confidence is that that parachute is going to make him land safely. But in our case, it's, we're freely, we're freely giving ourselves to God knowing that he's going to get us to where we're going safely. He's going to land the plane safely. The next thing I want to talk about is he says, experiencing all that delights his heart. Now, This is so pivotal. He says, one, give yourself as a holy sacrifice, a living sacrifice. Then he says, the result, experiencing all that delights God's heart. First, give yourself. Second, experience all that delights his heart. I'm telling you, there's some things that God is doing right now. It's not that he's about to do. He's doing right now. He's doing right now and ex- a new experience in the lives of his believer as we're consecrating our bodies, our souls, our minds, our hearts, our spirit our our spirits and our consciousness. A new experience is coming our way. And this experience is not gonna be what delights somebody else. It's gonna be what delights God's heart. Get ready, Saints, because in our Sacrifice in an hour, offering to him in this time of consecration. I just want you to get in your heart to see a new experience. My experience with him is going to be completely different. My experience with him is going to be completely different. And the last thing I want to throw throw in, the third part of this is, for this becomes genuine, your genuine expression of worship. Guys, listen to me. Do we come together in a holy gathering With our hands raised, giving God the fruit of our lips. Yes. That's part of worship. The other part of worship is that I present myself to him daily. Whether I'm gathering with the saints or not, my life is an expression of worship. My eating and my drinking is an expression of worship. How I relate, who I relate is an expression of worship. When I go, why I go. All my total my totality of being, as I'm presenting it to presenting myself to God every morning, all of me, my heart, my conscience, my mind, my spirit, my emotions. I'm presenting it all to Him. He says, "This is your expression of worship." Uh, my favorite example of this is is in Genesis chapter 12 where we see a pattern developing and a pattern with Abraham but one of the things in that pattern he says Abraham pitched tents but he built altars he pitched tents the the places the the jobs, the the social, the, the living stuff, he pitched it because he was at God's request. He was, he, was, he was willing to pick up and move at God's request. But he built altars. His life was built on worship. That was non-negotiable for Abraham. As he's becoming the father of faith, his priorities were socially he was transitional. He was transient. But in his heart and in his worship, he built those altars. They were non-negotiable. And that pattern, I believe, brought him into everything that God promised. He began to experience what delighted God's heart. And saints of the Most High, I'm telling you in this season, this is a God-called time where his people are responding with worship of an expression of worship and the sacrifice of of our being, the sacrifice of giving up food, the sacrifice of consecration. And Romans promises our experiences from here on out are going to be the experiences that delight God's heart to bring glory to his name, to make people go, wow, that they can be admirable of our God. He's going to use a people with a new experience that chose to consecrate their very being during such a time as this in Jesus name. Amen. Presenting ourselves a new experience and our lives are our expression of worship in Jesus name. Amen. Bishop. Hey,
2: Amen. Wow. It was um. That's, that's a lot to unpack. In, in, in a moment, we, we're going to bring in a moment. We're going to come back. Pastor Harris, uh, well, myself, Pastor Harris, and then Pastor Powell at the end, and we're just going to unpack it a little bit more because where we are in consecration and fasting. And notice as we fast, we're focusing on consecration, which we've never done before because I believe for the most part, many of us thought fasting was consecration. No, it's not. And we're seeing that now. Yeah. I, I, I love it because I heard one preacher say, we're no longer settling for the cheaper. We're going after the deeper. And I believe yeah. the Lord is calling us into the deep. And so you have to be prepared to go into the deep. You all know how I say you have to become spiritual jacoustos. And and we got to go to the deep. The deep calls into the deep. So at this time, Sister Victoria, uh, can you come with our prayer requests and pray over those prayer requests? Let's agree with her as she does.
1: Yes, thank you this morning, Bishop. An awesome word, Pastor Powell. Praise the Lord. Yes, we boldly come upon the throne this morning, believe in the words that we are about to speak into the air this morning. Because, Lord, as you sit high and you look low, the people are desperate for you right now, Father God. They just want to touch the hem of the garment this morning. So, Father God, we're asking you to gird up each and every prayer that was submitted this morning and yesterday and the day before. Because, Father God, they're ready for the power of your word. They are ready to walk in faith and power and watch the manifestation of your word. So this morning we have received a number of prayers. Our God is faithful. Our God is good. And he is merciful. And he knows that he is touched by our feelings, but he believes that he wants us to stand on faith because that is pleasing unto his eyes. This morning we have a prayer from sister Charlotte Walker, and she's asking us to pray for Barbara Ward, who is having, who's dealing with the severe back pain and high blood pressure. She's being transitioned into a nursing home, and she's asking for prayer for her mother, Barbara Ward, and she's been in and out of the hospital with excruciating pain. I'm also going to umbrella Sister uh, Minister Anita Majet. She has a message for us, and she's seeking healing, trusting and believing the Lord. So she's asking us to please pray for healing for her great-nephew Jabari, who has been hospitalized in ICU with the covid no. no, no Pneumonia. sorry. She's also asking us to keep her mom also and her niece Mosi in her prayers for health and strength. We also have a prayer this morning from Val, Valerie Green. She's asking us to pray and, and believe her, trusting God for her brother John, who was also dar- diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and he will be having a replacement surgery. So this morning, Heavenly Father, we stand in the gap for those that have submitted a prayer. They believe and trust your word. They're walking on faith. They're doing just like Peter did when he crossed over to the water. He didn't look down. He only kept his eyes on Jesus. We know, Father God, that out of Jeremiah Jeremiah three thirty two and 27, that nothing is too hard for you, O Lord. They also stand this morning on Numbers 11 and 23. When you lectured Moses and told him that your hand was not waxed too short, for therefore they know that God's hand is not too short to do anything, and that as long as they stand on the word and the rock of salvation, that they shall believe and receive an expectation of you showing out and showing out, showing up. If you healed one, O Lord, you can heal another. We know, Father God, that out of Proverbs 14 and 11, you said that I am the place of refuge in the time of need. Need. They have a need, oh Heavenly Father, so come before the, let them come before the throne. Let them submit and let us stand in as intercessors believing that what they're seeking and believing you for, that it shall come to pass. Right now, Lord, we're asking you to go through everyone that is in need of a prayer for health, that you marinate their bodies, flow through their bloodlines, flow through their white cells, flow through their bones, Father God. Heal them of the infirmities in which the devil is trying to attack them. And we rebuke that right now in in the name of Jesus. Father God, we know that if you did it for one, that you shall truly do it for another. We know that out of your word, Father God, you said out of Jeremiah 33 and 3, you said that God will show and do things that you do not know. So Father God, move in a, in a way that they will be at all because they will know that the Lord heard their prayer and that you did what you said you was gonna do and you will use those that you were healing as a testimony unto others to know that their God really does hear their prayers. We give you all the praise and all the glory because we come boldly upon the throne behind the veil asking you to do these things on their behalf because we have spoken it into the air. And this morning we also have a prayer this morning from Brother Elijah Pete. This morning we come upon the throne this morning for his needs. Because he loves you, Lord and he believes in trusting your word. And he knows that when you guided and presented to him, the wife that you have chosen for him, that he believes that she is in front of him now. We say this morning to Brother Elijah, Brother Elijah, allow God to do the breakthrough. Pray and fast until you see the breakthrough. Press through the test. Let God get the victory and let your eyes of understanding be boldly upon you. Stand upon Ephesians one seventeen through twenty and let God lead you and enlighten you to the things that He would have to see before your before your eyes. Know that the God that you stand upon and believe in, that He does hear your cry. He knows that out of Colossians three and fifteen, that the peace of God settles questions in your mind. He will reveal unto you the manifestation is what He is trying to show you. Believe and trust in trusting God, so God hear Elijah's powerful prayer. You know His name. The name Elijah stands for something, O oh Lord. So He's coming unto you, and we're standing in the gap for Him also this morning. We know that without you, he cannot attain anything. But with you, O Lord, all things are possible. Believing and receiving and standing in expectation, knowing that, again, that you have orchestrated the gift of love, that you have orchestrated the gift of husband and wife. So we stand boldly upon the throne again, O Master God, as you sit high and you look low knowing that all these things are before you, and speaking and declaring for Brother Elijah, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, that the God has not given us a spirit of fear of anything. We stand boldly upon the throne this morning. And our final prayer this morning is from Sister Margaret Johnson. She's asking us to pray for her sister Leslie. She said that for us to be in agreement in praying for her sister, who has been diagnosed again with COVID pneumonia, She's praying against the lungs that will be filled with any type of mucus. And we know and declare and speak into the air that in three days that her sister Leslie shall arise and will not have any infirmities in her body. She shall be healed. Move, Lord. Move right now in the name of Jesus. We give you all the victory and all the glory this morning, Master, because we know that right now there is a need. Your people are hungry, and we declare that right now they come boldly upon the throne because they said, what must I do to seek the Lord that I know? Because he shall hear my cry. We give you all the praise and all the glory for the powerful word, Master God, believing and receiving that all things are possible with you and through you. Because if you did it once, O Lord, you shall do it again. We praise you, we honor you, and we set you on high as we all come to the mountain top, ready to praise and glorify your name in the mighty name of Jesus, and we all say Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. We thank you, Victoria, and we thank God for that had been lifted up on the behalf of the saints. Scripture tells us in first John 51415 this is the confidence that we have in him if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us, and because we know he hear us, we have the petition that we desire of him you're believing God for healing you're believing God for breakthrough. The best way to receive your healing and breakthrough is through the power of fasting and praying isaiah 58 uh, round about verse 6 through verse 8 tells us that this is the fast that God has chosen, number one. But then it goes into telling us what the fast does, how it begins to up up wickedness and demonic activity in our lives. The scripture tells us also that it will cause your healing to come forth speedily. It says your righteousness your right your justice, right relationship with God shall go before you, conducting you to peace and prosperity, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. And so what it does, it begins to cleanse the body. Fasting cleanses the body. It releases you of, of the toxins that you have in your body. And a lot of times you say, man, somebody got COVID, how can they fast? You can fast with COVID. Trust me, you can. If you have COVID, I'm telling you, you you help your loved one understand something. You know what? Go on to fast. And, and you begin to drink the right liquids and and maybe uh, have, them have them eat um um, broth or something like that, you understand? And I'm telling you, coupled along with faith and the prayers of the saints, they will see the victory. The Bible says the prayers of the righteous avail much. They make tremendous power available, dynamic in their working. I must share with you all this morning on this line. We've entered into the season. We've crossed over where you must trust God. I highlight, I capitalize, all caps, must trust God because God is right now checking the hearts of the saints and seeing who's believing him and trusting him through this storm. So let's come back and let's unpack Romans 12 and 1, which I believe is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible for New Testament saints because it helps us understand uh, God's view when it comes to consecrating yourself as a sacrifice unto the Lord. I believe we all have at one point or another, through our Christian experience, sacrificed something to the Lord whether it was some finances, some time, um, some some volunteer labor that we done for ministry or what have you. But when we understand this, I believe Pastor Powell did a wonderful job helping us understand what God requires of us. He read the Passion Bible, but he quoted the Message Bible. And it says... So here is what I want you to do: God helping you because we need God's help. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embrace what God has, what what God does for you is the best thing to do for him embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him so number one the offering is holy because you are separated or I should say number one the sacrifice. God requires of us all is living because we are spiritually alive. We are spiritually alive unto God. Number two, it's holy because you are separated from sin unto God. Number three, it is acceptable because God is pleased with the offering of what he has planned. God wants you. That's the offering. That's the sacrifice. Our entire self. Mm. this time we're gonna ask Pastor Harris to come. Pastor Harris.
4: Good morning Bishop. Good morning, Pastor P. Um this is a wonderful time for us. And you know, and let me just first say some of us may be sitting on this line saying, I wish I would have known this earlier on in my Christian walk, in my Christian life. Um, or I wish I would have grew up in this type of environment where I can, it'll already be innate in me to do this type of stuff. But it's been a challenge because we all come from sinful nature. We were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. And we all have to renew our minds and do something different. But I want to concur with what Bishop just said and what Pastor P has already said. These are things that will set us apart and that will put us in our place of where we will see the things that we've been praying for so that God can really take our lives and transform our lives the way he wants us to do. And I know we've we've talked about fasting and consecration and and, and, and sanctification, Um, but this is a wonderful thing for us to be in. Embrace it. Don't fight it. Walk in it. Um, Fight through it, the challenges of it, because it's going to be challenging in the process of Yes, you're fighting your habits, but you shall prevail. You're going to win. We are going to win. And this is something that we all are going to be so much better for. And the body of Christ is going to be better because we are now living the word and being those who are submitting ourselves unto the Lord, which is our reasonable service. Thank you, Bishop. Amen.
2: Amen. It is our reasonable service. Uh we want to come back to you and see if you have any closing remarks.
3: Yeah, Bishop, I want to, I want to, uh, a couple things really quickly. Um, yes, the message translation, take everything about our lives, the whole totality of our life, that's our offering before God. And he says, you're going to experience the delight of God's heart you're going to, this is going to be your experience, not just an experience as an event, but your experience as a life bishop i I listened to you on sunday and 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 you you shifted us from just thinking about a time of consecration to a life of consecration. Here in this text, he's saying, in your surrender, in your consecrating, in your separating from to, he says. It's going to lead to you experiencing not a, an event, but a life of what delights God's heart. I'm going to read one scripture out of Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 1, I'm sorry, verse 19. He says, my prayer for you is that every moment you will experience the measureless power of God made available to you through faith. Now, this is coming out of consecration now. Watch what he says. Then your lives will be an advertisement for this immense power as it works through you. So our consecration is leading us to an experience, a life that we experience, the delight of God's heart. But not only that, your life, that's why he says, bring it all to me. Your life, he said, is going to be an advertisement. You're going to be a walking billboard for God's delight coming through you. This time of consecration, as Bishop said Sunday, it's not just a time. It's going to lead to an experience, a lifestyle. And here today we're we're reading scripture that says, hey, you're going to experience the delight of God in this. Not only that, your life will be a walking billboard, an advertisement for God's power working through his people in Jesus' name. Bishop.
2: Wow. It, see, that aligns itself with what I said Sunday. That life should preach. People to encounter you. When people begin to come around you, all of a sudden, automatically, People recognize there's something different about you. It's key that your life becomes an advertisement mental you. The scripture says, This is the mighty power. This is the mighty power of God Himself. And it only happens as we totally give ourselves wholeheartedly unto God. You are the sacrifice that he requires. we got to understand that presenting your whole self to God as a sacrifice is an act of submission and consecration. We're consecrating ourselves. As Pastor Powell said, it's not an event it's now living a consecrated life. Say with me, everyone on the line this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus, I make a decision this morning to live a consecrated life. I am the sacrifice that you desire. Father, as I consecrate my life, Unto you, I understand that giving myself as a sacrifice is well-pleasing unto you. Amen. Wow. I pray you all have enjoyed our devotion and our time of prayer this morning. And this is the breakfast of champions. It gets you going. It gets your motors going, boy. I know some of y'all getting up Monday morning like, man. I- It was a prayer call. It's not a prayer call. I know, I know, I know. But just because we're not on Monday doesn't mean you shouldn't pray. So you pray on Monday. You pray on Friday. You know how we're going to do it. We're going to be back again on Saturday live. Man, we had a powerful time in-person gathering live on Saturday And we're heading for the encounter on the 24th. That encounter will be streamed live, too. So it's it's prophetic praise, prophetic worship, prophetic prayer, and we're going to be prophesying. You don't want to miss that. At this time, I'm going to turn it back over to Elder Heather. You all have a great day. We declare God's traveling grace And mercy will go before you, take you to your destination, back home safely. No sickness, harm, or danger will come near your dwelling place, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen.
0: Amen and hallelujah. Wow. Did you feel the synergy? The synergy between these powerful men of God? I pray you were able to take notes. But, you know, if you didn't, you can go to our website. And uh, listen to the replay once it is uploaded. Hallelujah. And I want to say to uh, the pastors, Pastor Harris and to Pastor Powell and to Bishop, thank you for sharing. Thank you. And coming together with us on the call this morning. It has been a powerful time. And you know what? We look forward to tomorrow morning for another time with these men. Of God. You don't want to miss. And you know what? Let others know. Share. Tell them to come. Get on the call. Hallelujah. So let's close out with a quick word of prayer, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. That your word is always true. That if we live by it, if we submit ourselves to it, that we can be all that you have asked of us. And I pray, Father, that everyone on the call this morning, that we will take responsibility for ourselves. Yes, we we are to clean ourselves up, allow the spirit of the Lord to reveal things within us that is not holy or righteous, Clean us up, Father, during this time of fasting and praying and consecration and dedication so that we might live for you with our entire. Let us understand what it means to give our entire unto you, that we hold back nothing. We hold back nothing. And I like, Father, what Bishop had said on Sunday, that we are atmosphere shifters. Father, help us to understand why you put us on the earth at such a time as this, that there is destiny, there is an assignment, there is a call upon each and every life that, Lord, you didn't bring us to just leave us. You brought us to this earth to accomplish that which you desire, to bring mankind to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So, Father, now as we close out, I ask your blessing upon each and every person this morning. May they be encouraged. May the joy of the Lord be their strength as they go about their day. May they think consistently about our God. Father, thank you. Be with us now, we pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, amen, amen, and amen. Please open up the line that we might worship together.